0: Welcome to Who Watches the Watchmen, Clint and Ken do. I'm Ken. I'm Clint. And we just got finished, uh, literally just got finished, with the finale episode. This is our right after the episode take. Uh, you just want to dive right in? Yeah, let's All right. go for it. <laughs> Clint, what did you think of the final episode of season one of the Watchmen?
1: I was really satisfied with it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure how you feel. It didn't wrap up any elephants or trapdoors, but... <laughs> I was satisfied and I thought it was great. I don't know.
0: Yeah. No, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. Um, I I just I had a good time. It was not White Rings of Saturn. Uh, <laughs> it was not um, it was not as convoluted as I was kind of theorizing and and thought it would be, uh, but once again, it's it's another episode, especially after ep- last episode, where they just wrap things up very very simplistically, not yeah. in a negative way at all. No, no, um,
1: where all the pieces just clearly fit into pa- yeah. place.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I, I thought just kind of first impressions, I'd have to watch it again, but I felt like they uh, that that the Adrian storyline, the Ozymandias storyline, was. Um, much more intricately constructed than anything else, but that was okay. I I don't know that there was a lot of room in the episode for everything to have this kind of grand story and, and kind of answers to it.
1: No, it would have been like three hours long. I think, I think it boiled down to the essentials
0: really. And I think it would have gotten exhausting too. Yeah. And so that doesn't help. No. Um, but no, I I I was fairly impressed with it. There was a little bit at the end, but we'll we'll get to that. I'm not sure how how I feel about it, but um, I don't know. I laughed a lot. I enjoyed different character beats, and uh, it really felt like kind of a, a natural conclusion to a first season. Yeah. Um, and you know, even if they didn't renew for a second, I I think it stands on its own. I want to kind of go back through the whole season. And figure out where I stand on that. What was your feeling on how it, it ends if there wasn't a season two?
1: I think it would be perfectly fine. Yeah. How I lo- I like the last shot of it. Yeah. And I think that would be a nice little cliffhanger. And if nothing comes after, it, I feel like it's very well contained.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, what I did is I quick jotted down plot points, almost title style. And I figure we can just go down through and uh, talk about what worked uh, if there was anything that didn't work, uh, what we really enjoyed, and my my first plot point is Lady True's mom gets preggers.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and not the traditional way. No, yeah. no, no. A very self insemination.
0: Non traditional relationship there. Yeah. <laughs> I love one how much she looked like the clone, yeah, the little girl clone of her. I think
1: the glasses were doing a lot of work there.
0: Maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but I also really enjoyed how much of Lady True is in her performance, just the smugness and the matter of factness. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she knows exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a good kick out of that, even though you saw what was coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But just a plop right there in the office, that was, you
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Uh, maybe she would take it with her, but <laughs> just to like
0: right in front of his face, yeah, just. Yeah, I go thought for it was going to be, oh, we're, you know, I get what we're implying. No. Yeah. Uh, and she almost seemed to uh, to really enjoy the fact that she was kind of getting one over on him. Because <laughs> uh, she knew, at least that was my take on it, she knew she was the smartest one in the room.
1: Right, yeah. Mm. I mean, to break into the computer,
0: she must have some sure expertise of some sort. And I even like the little smirk when she just first try gets his password and just like, of course. <laughs> you idiot. <then>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, how did you feel? uh, We're about to go into where Jeremy Irons comes into everything in this episode. How how have you felt about Jeremy Irons this whole season?
1: I thought he's been great. Yeah. yeah. I I, think he added a a level to it that I wasn't expecting. mm -hmm. Um, There was this humor that I wasn't expecting. And you could tell that he was just having a great time doing it. If maybe he wasn't, but he faked it really well, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I brought it to another level than just this arrogant, smartest man in the world kind of role. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, and they really went out of their way to, uh, in his words, drive, drive home the fact that, uh, there were just different points in his age and his kind of imprisonment on Europa that he was, he was, he was going insane. <laughs> that was not a, you know, yeah. yeah. um, oh it's just a tough situation it's no i'm going insane i recognize that i'm going insane yeah i need to stay sane and he
1: puts things into order to kind of fend that off a little bit yeah yeah
0: Yeah. well and and going back to trapdoor elephant fart uh that that took care of part three for me because he's really just buying time. He knows the exact moment when that satellite's going to be there. He knows exactly where he needs to be and what time he needs to be out there, when he needs to make sure there's a message. Mm. Uh, and so the court case at that point, he's just sitting around waiting for a ship. He's waiting for rescue. Right. Uh, and so he could care less about what these clones are are trying to make of their world.
1: When did she say, like, I don't understand. I, I mean, it's just watching it once, like... Was it a thing where the satellite was coming around a certain amount
0: of time? She had sent the satellite,
1: yeah, I knew and that
0: she she knew how long it was going to take to get there, five years and whatever it was, ok. And she was trying to get shots of Manhattan on the surface. uh-huh um, I, I knew that and I, so- I, I was
1: I missed that. She had already sent it, and it, like yes. that,
0: she already she sent it when when she goes and talks to him in Antarctica and reveals that she's his daughter, yeah, um, and things like that. She talks about how she knows that Doctor Manhattan's on Europa, and she's launched this uh, this probe that's going to prove he's there.
1: Okay, well, I, I I just missed that the five year gap there. I thought it was a thing where she sent it there, got confirmation that he's there. And she's going to go forward with her plan. And then like the satellite was still just like circling circling on Europa.
0: Well, and that was the five years is his five anniversaries. And then he gets the six-year anniversary cake. That's when the ship comes. right? Uh, And encased in gold, which we said way back when that that would be the stupidest thing imaginable. Yeah, I thought the way they did it was great.
1: I thought it was great, but I'm mad that like, you and my brother were <laughs> kind of right that that happened because I just thought yeah. it was stu- such a stupid, preposterous idea. Yeah, but I'm—he wasn't exactly what everyone was saying. No. But I it was—it was done in
0: a tongue-in-cheek way, yeah, so yeah. it was funny. Um, I, you know, looking back, the transitions were a little too on the nose. Yeah, and uh, mm-hmm. that probably gave it away, and that's why I dismissed it like you had, just mm-hmm. like of course not. There's right. no way. Yeah, uh, but no, you know. <laughs> That was cute. Yeah. Um, but so Adrian escapes uh, Europa. Mm. Um, and that starts with the save me daughter. I thought that was a nice little touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you actually think he's accepted her as his daughter or is it just he knew that that was the phrase that I would get I think that would her? get her
1: attention. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it could also have been in his like, in, like inching towards insanity. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't put up with it anymore maybe. And he... Maybe not necessarily felt or looked at her as a daughter, but I don't know. There might have been a little bit more to it than just, I know this was what she'll um, use to get me off. Well, and even
0: if it was, I just need human connection, yeah, not clone connection, but actual human connection. And maybe that's what... I don't it, it, it seemed like a, a strange mix there, because there were times he seemed proud of her, yeah, uh, and what she was accomplishing, right when he was getting on the ship and whatnot, and then other times he just seemed disgusted by her.: Yeah, um,
1: I don't know. Ozymandias <laughs> doesn't
0: seem like the kind of guy that wants kids.
1: No, I mean, he
0: even <laughs> says it, really. so yeah. Well, uh, hands down, my favorite part of the episode. Uh, Tim bucks says it's your favorite part of the episode, too. Seventh Cavalry. Man, they've got the upper hand. They've got everything figured out. Keen gives this giant speech in, uh, in Dr. Manhattan Underoos. Love that little detail. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope they start selling those. I, <laughs> and I'll I was wondering, like, when mind. he took his shirt off and you could see his pants, I'm like, what are those triangle things? Yeah. And then I was just genius that's great <laughs> uh, and then to have laurie comment on it was great mm. uh but then keen gets into the machine uh angela shows up and warns him not to that lady true's ahead of things uh he's arrogant he says it doesn't matter he gets into the machine let's skip ahead a little bit because when that machine when that door is opened <laughs> the keen soup oh. <laughs> or stew or yeah. Yeah. whatever blood that pudding. is <laughs> yeah whatever pours out of that contraption Mm -hmm. uh we both just cracked up and it was great
1: (laughs) yeah it didn't quite go to plan as you were expecting no
0: and there's something inherently funny about white supremacists popping like water balloons I don't know I I never thought that would be a kind of top comedy moment in my brain but (laughs) oh man
1: well just turning into a vaporous mist really yeah (laughs)
0: Mm So, uh, 7th Cavalry, uh, were you satisfied with how that ended? Because they really were revealed just sort of to be uh, an ends to a mean in the overall plot there. Do you think that 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 should have been more or were you happy that they were just, you know, kind of full of themselves and and, uh, ended up getting killed for it? No, I
1: think it was
0: like the right
1: amount of um, time given to Mm -hmm. them, especially since, yeah, I like that they're – so arrogant. They think they're the master race and that this plan that they have put into motion is going to put them on this godlike level. And no, you don't really. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't really thought it through as well as you should have. And yeah. you're about to be taken down by Lady True and yeah. turn into Vapor's Mist.
0: <laughs> Got a little exposition-y, but it kind of needed it when she was talking about how Judd had cozied up cozied up to Angela and that was all because they knew that Manhattan was there and they're putting this plan together. Mm. That was good. That, that answered a lot of question there that I had about why they seemed to be so close to Angela at the beginning, uh, if they were these white supremacists, but that worked. Uh, and it wasn't, it wasn't too heavy handed. It wasn't like she, she did a speech, but it was your kind of villain speech where she's explaining everything to the dolts that she's about to, you know, obliterate, Uh, so it worked. Yeah. It didn't I didn't bother me at all. have a problem with it. No. no. And that's where it feels like the writers are just having fun and they're enjoying themselves. Uh, now, were you disappointed that Manhattan dies or were you okay with him exiting?
1: I was fine with him yeah. exiting. I mean, especially with how little he, um, was playing a part in this mm-hmm. season. Like he just shows up in the last episode, really. Um, I think it was the perfect amount and it continues the story on in a different way and potentially with a different Dr. Manhattan kind of character. So I think it just continues everything to evolve. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, in that the last episode, episode eight was so strong. Yeah. I don't know what you could even do with the Dr. Manhattan character as he is more than what they did in that Mm -hmm. episode. And so... I almost prefer that let's have one really strong episode where we really give a sense of how he works and how he thinks, and let's make it super different, yeah, and now you know he's served his purpose and it's it's okay if we go and uh you know if they have a season two and and powers do actually transfer interesting mm-hmm. um you know, part of me wonders if season two starts with her just falling in the pool, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, right, right i well, I mean that wasn't to say that um, I really enjoyed everything that Dr. Manhattan had to do in this. I think Mm -hmm. the actor who I can't recall his name off the top of Mm -hmm. my head did a great job, Mm -hmm. especially with how little he had to do before that Mm -hmm. episode. And I totally bought into that relationship that he um, had with um, um, Sister Knight. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it, wasn't to say that I didn't enjoy what he had to do in the show. No. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking I, forward to where it goes now that he is
0: exited. And that's part of the reason I, I so badly want to go back through the the entire season, is there there were just little things. Uh, looking Glass, there was such a build up, and then his character sort sort of served its purpose. Mm-hmm. Manhattan, there was such a build up, and then served his purpose. And I'm curious if I have that same like, oh, wait, but okay, they're they're not doing more. Uh, I, I had that kind of feeling a couple of times. And I don't think in a bad way. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you said, I think it would have had to be a three-hour episode if it's going to really make everybody insanely important.
1: Yeah. And I hope that they do get another season. Yeah. I mean, to explore them more and give them other things to do. But yeah. I didn't feel like oh i wish looking glass had this big moment in the show here on the last episode or
0: and i i thought it was good enough watching him interact with Lori and adrian yeah once they go back and they're trying to stop lady true yeah uh, i think it, that trio was hilarious right to me.
1: and i think the episodes that came before where it was centered on looking glass and mm-hmm. lady true and or um and uh what's her name um the fbi oh laurie laurie mm-hmm. i think those episodes kind of building their relationship and mm-hmm. um paid off in this episode because yeah. you already bought into them as kind of having history yeah yeah
0: well, and then we get to uh, starts with a squid, ends with a squid, which is ice squid's rain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and let's just obliterate everything. I loved her looking at her hand. Yeah. The, the giant hole. hole through it. <laughs> like Jesus is in the background on the cross the whole time mm-hmm. and like, oh, hole through the hand. Oh, I didn't
1: pick up on that.
0: <laughs> I was just like, I see what you're doing. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was a fun little, I like... Adrian, when he's sort of in save the world mode, um, uh, mm, because yeah. even in the Watchmen graphic novel, he's clearly a villain, right? Uh, but he's relishing his version of, of being the hero.
1: Yeah. Well, he always sees himself as the hero. Yeah. He just has these, any, this means that's going to, um, yeah. At any cost he's going to save the world if, even if you have to kill three million people. Yeah. So well,
0: and I love that it's a brief conversation, but where Lori's saying, like everybody keeps saying that the world's gonna end and it just doesn't. Right. But Adrian is driven by this, like the world will end, I have to save it. Mm-hmm. That's his his chip on his shoulder, is like right. I'm the guy that saves the world. And she doesn't care. She just, you know, fix the problem at hand and the world will take care of itself. Yeah. Uh, and looking glasses, you know, pick up a wrench and shut this guy up.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> to him and even like the white supremacists, the um, Cyclops group, I mean, they do think the world's going to end like the world that they know as they know it. Oh, interesting. So yeah. whatever they're holding that. on to. So it to like um, Adrian and Lori, like it might change, but it'll hmm. just go on in some other way maybe. And they're not really as worried about it.
0: Hmm. I had not connected that. I don't know. That's really <laughs> you've really cracked the code there, Clint. That's I don't really know about deep. That. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I'm pretty sure that's going to be what's on my brain the whole time I'm watching the episode again.
1: It might mean nothing. You did it, Clint. I don't
0: think so. No, you did it. I'm pretty sure. Uh, we have this great moment then with Will in the theater. I love that that she just instinctually goes there, and she sort of before she even walks around the corner, it's almost like she knows he's going to be there. And she goes in and there's this very sweet... Well, she was
1: told by...
0: Was she? Yeah, but Dr. Oh, Manhattan I missed that, that entirely.
1: Yeah, he's with... Um,
0: I knew that he had told her that he has the kids. I just didn't know he told her where. Yeah, I think he did. Okay. Well, when she walks around that corner, I love the image of him sitting, same seat, sitting mm-hmm. there in the same theater. The kids are asleep on the stage. I just, I love that whole thing. And then I really uh, felt a, a, a stronger... I had a stronger reaction than I was expecting to uh, his conversation with her.
1: Yeah, and I was wondering where it was going to go, if mm-hmm. she was going to be angry and yeah. just completely um, upset with what the decisions that he made by yeah. turning in uh, Dr. Manhattan to Lady True. But I, I really enjoyed where the conversation went and the reveal that Dr. Manhattan basically set everything in motion yeah. f- with – Will and uh, so she couldn't really be mad at him. It wasn't in his control.
0: Yeah. And then uh, the episode wraps up. I first, I love that she says you can you can spend a few nights, just a few nights. <laughs> yeah. He's, he kind of just a few nights, but clearly he's still going to be living with them mm-hmm. uh, when season two starts up. And I, I love that they now have this uh, little family unit yeah uh, that he's a part of and and his story seems to come full circle where that's kind of his redemptive moment where it was all worth it because here he is, in the end he's reconnected with his daughter uh or excuse me granddaughter yeah and uh it's just it was it was a unexpectedly happy ending for him. Mm-hmm. I I didn't see it coming quite like that.
1: Well, especially with um, like that moment he had with Lady True when they were at her compound, yeah. and he's talking about that she was never going to forgive him for yeah. what he's done, and yeah. we're up to that point wondering what he has done that yeah. she won't be for- able to forgive him. And so it clearly is on his mind that maybe he won't get past this with her. Yeah. So he's probably happy that... <laughs> Yeah, a little happy ending. Yeah, just a little, a little
0: bit. Well, and then we end with uh, Angela cleaning up eggs, uh, which is the the way every great season ends with a character cleaning up food. Uh, this moment but... made
1: me feel a lot like it. Linda um, Lindelof's connection to leftovers for mm-hmm. some reason. Really, like this had a very leftovers moment to huh. me. Huh. I don't know why there was just some something about it. Okay. Yeah, something where it's. The world almost ended, or the were in like you're just doing this small thing mm-hmm. to kind of go on and it hmm. pushes the story forward in some way. Yeah. I feel like stuff yeah. like that in um, Leftovers happened all the time. Okay. I don't know. Huh. I don't know why. Yeah.
0: I, I still don't, I, I enjoyed the ending. I still don't know how I feel about it just because, man, my brain was just going nuts with who already has the power. Oh, right. And I was just so locked onto that idea oh. that I reddited myself out of. <laughs> uh, having having any full satisfaction with that moment. I'm pretty sure when I go back through a second time and know that that's the way it's going, I'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, usually my first time through, I have to contend with all my expectations. Oh, okay. Second time, I actually get a, a pure take on a, a show or a movie.
1: Mm. Yeah, I don't do that to myself I as I know, much, I'm so, so jealous I, of you. It yeah. just
0: it seems like such a better way to watch things.
1: <laughs> I try to put it all out of my mind while well, I'm just... Yeah. But not always succeeding, but... Mm. I, I was happy with that. I, I like the ambiguity of um, did she get it? Did she not? Yeah. I knew they were going to do that. Well,
0: and even the way that her foot uh it reflects the water and turns blue as it goes towards the water is that just ref is that just because the, that water? Just the water. is that yeah yeah and so diff- but yeah. but I you know that was intentional right right uh, you know that was something that Lindelof asked for that the cinematographer was more than happy to provide mm-hmm. um I guarantee that's a practical shot not you know color uh, grading right, or anything right. like that uh, but I just love that that fade um, from skin tone to bluish tone, mm. even though it's it's not exactly clear mm-hmm. where the blue tone's coming from, uh, and I I knew it, I felt I, it I, the whole time. I knew it I was like going to cut, cut to credit. Yeah, I did too. Uh, and I'm even to the point I'm staring at the water to see if the water ripples before her uh-huh. foot touches, and then cut to credit. But yeah. uh, I thought it was perfect the way they did it. Yeah, uh, I was really happy with that. Mm-hmm. So Now, I do have a couple of questions. Okay. And these are, let's call them lingering questions. Um, what, I have
1: one, too, but I'll let you go first. Okay.
0: What crashes down that Lady True was okay, so that excited was my about? Own was that yours? I
1: think that was um, Voight. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: that was my question I was going to ask. Do you think that was Void coming back? That was the... So, because it was five years right six yep. years and yep. then she's building that so that makes the timeline right that was like three years. yep yeah so that's exactly what she, it was yeah
0: okay okay yeah that was that was my my big lingering question was mm-hmm. just like what was that all about so i i probably needed a shot that that explained that to me mm-hmm. as a dumb audience member but <laughs> other than that um there was there was another question or two. Uh I I still uh question that trapdoor. It's still <laughs> I think guess, this one's comedy beat.
1: Yes. And I think this episode um kind of tied in some of those absurdist things a lot well, a lot really well. And I almost had like this episode to me had like almost a Coen brothers feel or something, especially with the musical. I can see what you're
0: talking about there. And I think if an episode like this had happened before the episode with Mm trapdoor, the trapdoor would have been fine to me because this had much more of um, comedic isn't the right word, but absurdist. There was a lightest touch to it. Yeah. There was a, there was a much lighter touch to this episode where, There have been times before you could tell they're having fun, but this one, it just really felt top to bottom uh, the whole episode. It's just like, let's just wrap it up and have a good time. Yeah, Uh, And I didn't mind that at all. I think there was so much mystery and so many questions and so much heaviness before this. Um, It was nice. Usually finales get so Mm. dark and and kind of downtrodden. This was the opposite. This was almost celebratory at times.
1: And I think there was enough lightness throughout that it made those moments like the trapdoor work and maybe that's why i just don't have a problem with that (laughs) i mean i don't know
0: i just need to back to back to back yeah i don't know but yeah i i really enjoyed it I am uh, in no way feeling as if I wasted a minute of my time watching this no season. I think it was great it just uh it surprised me mm-hmm. and it, it turned where I didn't expect it to turn and
1: to tied up all the things I wanted tied yeah. up in yeah. in interesting and logical ways mm-hmm. which yeah. i it wasn't ever a stretch like yeah. oh man that's doesn't feel quite right. Everything felt like it was a puzzle coming together in a very precise way.
0: And that's where it feels very leftover to me. I know in leftover, he was much more about not providing big answers. Yeah. But that's how it solved its kind of character mysteries and things like that. And uh, I, I wonder if that's why some of the, the viewership it Lost uh, was more of that, uh, the the Reddit crowd that needs these big kind of Uh, in leftovers or this in this okay that that it needs uh, that there are a certain group of people that just really needed this big complexity and these big mysteries to solve and really when it answered things it answered it quick and easy yeah and um not in a way you would expect but just it kept it simple Mm -hmm. and it didn't because this episode could have been just exposition scene after exposition scene after exposition scene and there's there's exposition in it, but it's it's done in a way that uh, that isn't too heavy-handed. Mm-hmm. So I, and I, I think that's that. the sign of good writing and yeah.
1: storytelling is when you don't need a lot of exposition to yeah. have these mysteries that you set up um, make sense. Yeah. And uh, this did that for sure, where you didn't need a five-minute scene yeah. of someone telling you something to make three three episodes make sense. It yeah. just was always like... One short, um, precise, like, interaction between characters that really would answer a lot of things.
0: And they even have fun with it when they do need to exposit. Yeah. Uh, Like when Keen is explaining how he figured out uh, where Dr. Manhattan was and everything on Mm -hmm. The White Knight. And uh, he's just got this, is such this big buildup and he's so excited and yeah. proud of himself. And then he stops because clearly the henchman's supposed to say, he teleported me. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't say anything. <laughs> he just when like line. Cue, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And in that scene, I actually really liked his character. Yeah. And yeah. so I think going, if I, when I go back through it, I'm going to look at him from a yeah. different angle and not just this stupid uh, senator. Yeah. Um, that's kind of putting on a bad um, Southern accent. Yeah. I think I'll look at him differently and I'll enjoy it. Oh, from his, the beginning, yeah. I'll
0: see him in those triangle underoos. <laughs> yeah. That's just- yeah, He's maybe wearing them all the time
1: underneath <laughs> oh, there. He it's like his power, definitely is. his power move, like
0: a oh, power man. tie. Like Art of Self-Defense, yeah, he's just yeah. always wearing the belt. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, 100%, whether ever said or confirmed, he is definitely wearing those the entire series. Yeah. Now, that was my only other, that's what it was. My only other lingering question is uh, Crisco Kid. Yeah. Just no Crisco Kid. Yeah. And I was a little sad. I thought he was going to come in and save the day and save Laurie, and it was Petey. Uh, I, I thought still he was going to have a little bit of a, i I'm convinced it's Petey, but yeah. I thought he'd have just a little man, even if just to slide across the yeah. floor and they look at him and shoot him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well,
1: hopefully the second season, maybe he'll come back. Yeah. But yeah. even if it is kind of like the elephant or the trap door is just this absurdist moment yeah. that catches you off guard when yeah. in the middle of an episode, I'm fine with it because yeah. I got a good laugh out of yeah. him.
0: So, um, I don't know. It's 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 curious to me. I When you're in the writer's room and you're putting those elements in, are they meant to be kind of a one-off just to make you feel kind of um, – off balance and you, you know, red herrings and things mm-hmm. like that. Or are they things that you're already thinking ahead to a second season? Because Lindelof isn't a very big, let me plan out right. for a second season yeah. kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And so moments like that then become curious to me because. Uh, it might be
1: just expanding the world in this little way
0: where it, like, maybe
1: it's that, oh yeah, there's other weirdo characters running around here yeah. and maybe he's just spying on Laurie at this
0: yeah. moment. and. Mm-hmm. Well, and in that moment, she's standing there, Angela's standing there in a hood and mask Mm -hmm. and cape, essentially, and, you know, she's shocked and weirded out by somebody in a silver suit as if that's any different (laughs) than what she's doing
1: yeah well i guess it's one that she hasn't seen so maybe kind of cataloging them i
0: just love that her reaction is still wait what is happening right now this is ridiculous instead of like oh yeah there's another one yeah um yeah Yeah, i I, said laura was angela in that moment Yeah. yeah um man she did uh just as an actress um that, that's the standout of the series for me is uh, her performance was just exceptional, and it carried through right uh, just shot to shot in all of this. Um, she really grounds and centers the entire season, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm so glad that they stuck with that because some characters kind of rise to prominence and then fall away. I love that they kept her front and center. Mm-hmm. Do you think... If uh, Do you think when they go to a second season, she's still front and center? Or do you think um, they shift to somebody else? And obviously, she would still be an element. But is, is there a new set of main characters, a new story?
1: Well, I think it all depends on if she's now Dr. Manhattan yeah. and if she's got those powers. It, I mean, it'll definitely be interesting to see her character change through that. So I think she'll still be involved in probably a big mm-hmm. way. Um, and maybe it's in that moment she doesn't get the powers and maybe you're right. It does move on to different characters and mm-hmm. she has a lesser role. But I don't know. I hope Dr. Manhattan is around in some form or the other.
0: I uh, just want the FBI to not actually arrest Ozymandias. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's a team up trio, like an investigative trio, anti-vigilante task force with Laurie, Ozymandias and Looking Glass. Those three, that, that was such a yeah. delightful thing. 10 minutes yeah maybe
1: Um, yeah maybe like on the way something happens and they don't get him like they just keep promising we're taking you to jail and uh he's like but the new story takes over and he has to help out and maybe he's in handcuffs for the first three episodes i'm good with it he's (laughs) just
0: yeah that's the joke of the entire series he's just always a prisoner yeah yeah. and he just can't get him (laughs) oh that'd be great
1: one thing that i was kind of caught off guard by was I felt really sad for him when he was leaving Europa, and um, in that last exchange he was having with the um, the uh, warden uh, mm-hmm. character, where he was like, "Why did you make me wear a mask?" And he's like, "Oh, I needed a uh, someone to kind of <laughs> <laughs> rebel against or like have a adversary." Yeah,
0: a worthy adversary. A worthy
1: adversary, and I love that moment, and it just like it. I don't know, it just made me was i worthy man yeah yeah no No. (laughs) (laughs) but you put on a good show yeah yeah i i really like that moment and i just like that he was just thinking about on it and you're thinking that he's kind of being were both were thinking he was kept captive there but he's like no he just kind of set this all up so he's he needed a game he needed a game to stay sane and i i i don't know kind of Made me long for him not to leave there. <laughs> yeah,
0: even the game that he's playing, it it uh, it starts to wear on him. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing he set up to keep him from going insane, insane still, yeah, doesn't quite work. It works enough, right, right. But uh,
1: oh well, it gets him to the end of when he can exit. Yeah.
0: So yeah, uh, enjoyed the episode. Enjoyed the season. Uh, can't wait to go back through it. Although I I am going to take a break and just probably wait till January and then plot (laughs) back through it because, man, December's crazy.
1: Yeah. I'm going to not think about Watchmen for a little while.
0: I'm going to think about Star Wars. That's what I'm going to think about.
1: Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: Hopefully I don't want to erase it from my memory. (laughs) Maybe after Thursday night I'll be like, I never want to think of Star Wars again.
1: Yeah. Between this and the Mandalorian, (sighs) you just mm, lost me.
0: Anywho watchman it was a good time yeah so uh any regrets are you happy we did no, this i, I right. yeah it was fun learned a good bit it was fun watch a good show mm-hmm. i like it <laughs> uh, next up on hbo is uh the outsider which is based mm. on a stephen king novel and, yeah uh, you haven't read the book i have i am very excited about this series because i love that book and uh man the series looks good
1: it does look good yeah. got a good cast yeah i like jason and Bateman. Uh,
0: it looks surprisingly faithful to the mm. novel. And the novel was already it's it's a shorter novel. Yeah, uh, it's a pretty quick So it's like five hundred pages or no. <laughs> it was actually like three hundred. But yeah, usually short Stephen King is like five hundred. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's up next, so I'm looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, hopefully it's good. All right. Yeah.
0: If it's good, maybe we'll maybe we'll talk about it. If it's not good, uh we'll do like uh the outsider minute. <laughs> Just get rid of the Mandalorian altogether.
1: Yeah, I mean it's on its way out anyway.
0: Oh yeah, it's it's near dead to me. <laughs> it's, it's really breaking my heart. All right. Well, uh this has been uh yet another episode of Who Watched the Watchmen, Clinton Do. And uh we'll return at some point just to kind of look back on the whole season, discuss the whole season, and uh see if we were actually right about this or man, what were we what were we thinking? Pretty sure it's going to be the first one. Yeah, the I don't
1: see anything changing my mind about it.
0: I don't either. Watching it again, I think I'm going to love it more. Yeah. So, all right. Thanks for listening, and uh, you know, don't obligatory sign-off statement. What? Don't miss this too much. <laughs> Have a good Christmas, kids. Bye.